I'm born and raised Washington Heights. Oh, there's so much culture up here. There's so much beauty up here. People are amazing. Food is amazing. The fruits are amazing. Whoever hasn't been here needs to be here, needs to come visit at least once ever in their life. Welcome to About the Journey. I'm your host, Onika Raymond, a travel journalist and member of Marriott Bonvoy. This season, I'm uncovering the lesser-known sides of six iconic cities. In my years of travel, I've found there is no better way to see a city than through its neighborhoods and the people who call them home. So I'll be meeting up with in-the-know locals to show me what makes their homes one of a kind, from the sights, sounds, and flavors, to the hidden gems, and so much more. This week, we're in New York City's Washington Heights, a true crown jewel of Upper Manhattan. <laughs> One size is loud. If you're hungry, we're going to feed you. If you need somewhere to stay, we're going to have a place to stay for you. We like to take care of our own. So if you're here, you're one of us. It's very lively, and I would say it's one of the last communities in New York City. And there's a sense of, like, protecting your own and protecting what we have here. That's what Washington Heights is. We're just loud. We're energetic. This is what we do. So if you're going to come up here, you got to be part of the same culture. Washington Heights is a culturally rich and unapologetically Dominican neighborhood just two miles north of Central Park that somehow feels a world away. It stretches north from 155th Street to Dykeman Street and spans Manhattan from the Hudson River to the Harlem River. Home to the largest Dominican population in the city, you'll hear predominantly Spanish spoken on its bustling, vendor-filled streets. The sounds and smells transport you back to the DR, and Caribbean hospitality can be found in just about every barbershop, bodega, and food cart that lines its sidewalks. And for me, that Caribbean warmth is what Washington Heights is all about. The people, la cultura. It's what sets this neighborhood apart from anywhere else in the world. And that is precisely why I'm visiting it today. So I took the A-line all the way uptown to meet up with Washington Heights local Hector Espinal for a walking tour of his home offered by one Caribbean Islander to another. How's it going? Hi! How are you oh doing? It's so oh, good to nice meet to you. Meet Welcome uptown. Thank you so much. Hector is the co-founder of We Run Uptown, the first running group in uptown Manhattan. He knows the streets of Washington Heights like the soles of his favorite running shoes. We meet in front of Locksmith Bar, a local watering hole, and we run Uptown's official meeting point before starting our walking tour of some of Hector's favorite spots in the neighborhood. Let's cross the street. <laughs> All right, so instead of us, we have to get to 184th Street and Broadway. Okay. Um, we can either take this huge hill, uh, which we're not going to do, or we can do what all the locals do and cross through the tunnel and take the elevator and take St. Nicholas down. I am here for it. I love these like local secrets. I don't come uptown very often. Give me a shortcut. One so. like tunnel. Hector leads us into the 191st Street subway station to the deepest underground passageway in all of New York City. As we walk down a flight of stairs, the air becomes cooler and stiller, and our voices bounce off of the tunnel's curved walls. The reason why we're doing this, the alternative is a hill. It's two hills. We're about 15 to 20 stories down. Oh, wow. Um, there's no other way to get up there. It's either you take the hill or you take the elevator. We pile into the elevator, and in no time, we step out of its sliding doors and straight into the beating heart of Washington Heights. 
so we are now on St. Nicholas Avenue. This is like, this is the sweet spot. This is where like Uptown feels like Uptown. Mm -hmm. um, this is where you're gonna, we're gonna see street vendors. We're gonna see some local food spots. Uh, that's where I grew up coming. So Washington Heights, it, it's, like, it's like a human, it's like a person, you know? When you wake up before you have your coffee, you're a little groggy. But once 12 p.m. hits, that you're up and you're moving, you're energized, you know? The, the streets are bustling. Uh. Hector and I weave our way down St. Nicholas Avenue, cutting through Washington Heights' busy sidewalk markets. Everywhere you look, there are overflowing cartons of fresh fruit and crisp produce. We watch shoppers test each piece of fruit for peak ripeness using all of their senses. And delivery trucks idle nearby with more product. All around us, people on the go speak rapid Spanish. The words mix with beats of reggaeton and salsa coming out of shop doors and passing cars. It's the symphony of Washington Heights that authors and filmmakers have based entire books and films upon. Like uh, Washington Heights is relentless, you know, and and if we, like I can only think about like why my parents immigrated here and not like somewhere in the Midwest, you know. This is where they were connected to the island. This is where the person at the bodega spoke Spanish. That if, if my mom was three four dollars short, it's like don't worry about it, give it to me on Friday. And that's like the beauty of, uh, of, of that like that immigration story. Oh, I know it. I know it. I've lived it. You know, the same way Dominicans have that here. Um, um, Dominicans got it in Flatbush. Flatbush. The, the Chinese have it in Chinatown. And, uh, and you go to these places. Uh, this is the spot. We make our way down to 182nd Street and St. Nicholas Avenue, where the majority of the neighborhood street vendors set up shop. They're situated on all corners of this busy cross street. Here, options are plenty. You can get everything from fresh fruit smoothies and juices to heftier dishes like la bandera, the Dominican take on rice and beans. But the one dish you're not to miss is the abuelas con dulce from Nidia Rivera, who's been selling the Dominican dessert on this corner for over 30 years. So there's a abuela con dulce is the... It's like beans. It's, yeah. it's, it sounds crazy, but it's like sweet beans. It's amazing. Uh -huh. And it is a staple during Semana Santa. Yeah. Then we have, they have maikrakia, which is like, uh, uh, like almost like a corn pudding. Um, they have maharete, which is also made out of corn. These are all struggle meals that have, have become desserts. Yeah. So think of like Hector hands me a small corn, paper cup filled to the brim with a light caramel-colored liquid with flecks of spices, like cardamom, ginger, and nutmeg. Small white crackers float on the surface, ready to be pushed down with a spoon. The dessert is a treat of the Dominican Republic that's enjoyed all year round, but especially during Semana Santa or Holy Week. You know, you eat it with a spoon. It has a, a Maria cracker on the top. You got grab the cracker. You got to grab the cracker in there. Yeah, you know and. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's tasty. Mm hmm. This is a. Mm, the cracker. Dominican love language. Every neighbor that's making this is gonna want to share this with their, <laughs> with their, with their neighbors. Any any person in a building, um, I don't eat everybody's abuela con dulce because everyone doesn't know how to make it correctly. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but you gotta label them. This one came from 4A. Wow. This one came from 2B because you want to make sure you're eating the good right, one. You know? Right. From Nidia Rivera's, we can already eye our next stop on the tour. 
La Casa del Mofongo, a neighborhood staple and one of Hector's go-to restaurants in Washington Heights. So this is what I traditionally, like what I grew up eating. This is our As the name suggests, La Casa del Mofongo boasts over 20 different types of mofongo. Now, mofongo is a traditional dish with cross-cultural roots in Puerto Rico and the DR. It's made by frying and mashing plantains with crispy pork skin, called chicharrón. Today, though, we've arrived a little early for mofongo, so Hector orders us a late breakfast instead. Soon, we're brought out heaping plates of boiled and mashed plantains, called mangu, fried eggs, cheese, Dominican sausage, and... Morir soñando, which translates to, like, die dreaming. It is a... It's, think of a creamsicle in a cup. Between bites, we connect over our shared love of running, Hector's journey to start We Run Uptown, and how he's rallied Washington Heights around getting up and out. What makes Washington Heights, or what makes Uptown, so great to run? People run in, like, Central Park and all these other things. What makes Washington Heights a great place to run? It's... It's the people. Mm. It's the the culture, la cultura. Mm. You have the, the cultura that you have uptown. You're not going to find it on the Upper West Side. You're not going to find it in the Lower East Side. Like People aren't, like, aren't going to stop and honk the horn. And like, mm. we have people stopping traffic for us so we don't get hurt. Mm. You know, and they're motivating us and they're, they're clapping for us. And I've ran through all over the city. I've run all around the world and I don't feel that energy that I feel uptown. And let's run it back a little bit because you said that there was nothing like this group for us. Who is us? Us is people of color, mm. um, uh, specifically Dominicans, you know. So I never felt like I had a place when it came to running. I remember vividly seeing runners on Riverside Drive, and I didn't see myself in there. I, didn't, I couldn't fathom, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be a runner. And in 2013, I was like, let's do this. Let's yeah. try this. And it, at first, it was very selfish. It was me trying to lose weight. And through social media... I started to get people to come join me. And it's so important for, for there to be a fuller representation in athletics. Yeah. We've created a platform where people of color, Latinos, African-Americans can come and feel seen. This is our space. So what was it like for you to grow up within this environment? You gotta finish chewing. <laughs> um, Washington, Washington. I couldn't pick a better place to grow up. Growing up in Washington Heights is, uh, it's molding. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a very unique neighborhood. My parents got here in the 80s. Um, I, I laugh about this all the time. I, I, I wish I could find who the first Dominican was mm. that came to Washington <laughs> Heights and made that rally cry. Like, yo, guys, pull up. <laughs> we found a new home. But that's how it starts, you know. Someone that my mom knew moved to Washington Heights and told her, like, hey, you got to go there, land of opportunity. And the person at the bodega speaks Spanish. Yep. And growing up in Washington Heights, I couldn't get away with anything because everyone knew each other. It was a sense of community. You can still feel that in Washington Heights. I think what I really love about what you just said is the fact that when I asked you what makes Uptown such a great place to run, you didn't give me a landmark. You didn't say, oh, it's the, the, the view of the river, right? <laughs> it wasn't, oh, the, the beautiful park. It was la cultura. Mm -hmm. It was the people, the sights, the sounds. It was the people who are giving you a drink because they see that you're parched. 
Now I'm curious, what are some of the best running routes here in Washington Heights specifically? The tunnel that I took you through, uh-huh. um, the George Washington Bridge. It's beautiful. I love running over the GWB because when you're in the middle of the George Washington Bridge, you can look straight down the Hudson River mm-hmm. and you see this beautiful view of Manhattan. So that whenever I'm up there, yeah, I'm like, yo, this is mine, bro. Like, I've ran all up and down mm. this, but that's one of my favorite views. And, and just really honestly, if, if, if I want someone to see uh, Washington Heights for what it is, we're going to run on St. Nicholas Avenue. Okay. And the reason we're going to do that is because it's the best way to see the food vendors, the street yeah. vendors, uh, to really capture what Washington Heights is. You know, I'm, I think of like Washington Heights in the summer and all the cars blaring with the music and the people playing dominoes and the street vendors. And the noises and the smells and the sounds. Obviously, there's a lot of energy, like, in the group. You all meet on Monday nights. Every single Monday night. Every single Monday night since... Since 2013, rain, sleet, hail, or snow. You have not missed a Monday night. Never. We meet up at Locksmith. It's that one day of the week that I've dedicated to myself Mm -hmm. to see my closest friends. Mm -hmm. The one thing that's beautiful that I love to do is I I like to embarrass the people that show up for the first time. And that's just to break the ice. So Mm -hmm. I'll be like, hey, who's here for the first time today? Raise your hand, first timers. We want everyone to feel the same way that we felt when we came into the running community, invited and welcomed. After we go, we, we head on the 5K run, uh, three miles. Josh wants to make y'all run five miles today. Yeah. When we come back, uh, we do a quick stretch, and then we invite everybody back into Locksmith. Share struggle, common experience is what builds community. You know. For us, by us. Exactly. Did you ever imagine that running would take you to these places? No, because I stopped half a mile in. <laughs> <laughs> I went out for a three-mile run and, and, got, and got 10 blocks. I was like, let, me, let me tell you something. The journey of a 1,000 miles yeah. starts with a single step. So there you go. <laughs> it, was like, it is the, the most selfless thing I've ever done in my life. And as a, as a child of immigrant parents, and you would know better than anybody, you, you just want to make them proud, you know? You and like, I remember sitting with my mom, and she told me this saying, it's called, Ponte Palo Tuyo, like, mm. get on your grind. And I wrote it on a post-it note, and the post-it note fell once. It lost its adhesiveness. Mm. And I called my tattoo artist that day, and I was like, hey, I have an idea, I want to get this tattooed, and I got these tattoos on my leg, uh, above my knee, that say, Ponte Palo Tuyo, like, mm. get on your grind. With Hector's mom's words fresh in our mind, we leave La Casa del Mofongo and make our way 10 minutes south towards J. Hood Wright Park. This is the more quiet part of the neighborhood. You know, when you want to decompress, you want to chill out, you want to be away from some of the commotion, you come to J. Hood Wright Park. From where we are, we get an absolutely clear view of the George Washington Bridge cutting gracefully across the Hudson River. I wanted to show you the most uh, beautiful view of the George Washington Bridge. Just seeing it gets us pumped up for the final activity on our walking tour, a victory run. After all, a visit to Hector's Washington Heights wouldn't be complete without one. We are going to make a left on 173rd Street and venture off into Broadway, St. Nicholas, uh, and see the loud parts of the neighborhood. You know what, I'm ready, I'm ready to run. How long are we going, 10 miles? 15. Three miles, three miles, three miles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get it. Get it. <laughs> you know, we often have a tendency 
to stay in our neighborhoods. We don't get out of our boroughs or we don't explore as much as we should. And that was absolutely the case for me in terms of New York City. I can count the number of times on both hands that I've made it up to Washington Heights. And coming on this day and spending time with Hector makes me realize not only that I need to explore more, but I really need to come up to Washington Heights because it is such a vibrant area with so many things to do. The people that you will encounter in Washington Heights, not only are they very vocal, but they're very kind. And they encourage you through their liveliness to come out of your shell and to become part of the community. And I think that is a cornerstone of travel, this idea of being able to go and take part the ability to learn about one another and connect. And you really feel that spirit in a place like Washington Heights. And I definitely will be back. That's all for this episode of About the Journey. Thank you to our Washington Heights guide, Hector Espinal. Next week, we're headed to South London's bustling Peckham neighborhood to steep ourselves in the culture of one of the city's most eclectic districts. If you're going to bump into anyone, it will probably be on right lane. Okay. So if you don't want to be seen, if you don't want to bump into your aunties, your mom's best friend, <laughs> you don't want to be sent on an errand to right lane. About the Journey is produced by Marriott Bonvoy Traveler, Atwill Media, and me, Onika Raymond. Our Marriott producers are Robin Benefield, Valerie Connors, and Jess Moss. Our Atwill Media producers are Kate Walsh, Christy Westgard, Gail Straub, and Elliot Davis. Editing by Andrew Holtzberger. Follow along with Rerun Uptown on Instagram at Rue Crew. And you can find Hector on Instagram at Heck is Dead. You can learn more about visiting Washington Heights and how to travel more meaningfully from Marriott Bonvoy Traveler at traveler.marriottbonvoy.com. Stay, explore, and discover the unexpected with Marriott Bonvoy's 30-plus hotel brands and over 8,000 hotels in cities around the world. And if you like this episode of About the Journey, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Onika Raymond. See you next time. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers, and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these... I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you. And it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. <laughs>